Hi, I'm Chris, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. Tonight we have a big crowd. We've got Crystal, Rachel, Bridget, Adam, Liza, Mark, and I think that's it. Did I get everyone? Did you get yourself? I well, yeah. She did I mean, at the beginning. Yes, that's right. That's Yay. right. Okay. So we're Tony Baloney. Yeah, we're missing Tony. Tony's on his way to Disney He's having World. a good time. All right, tonight we're going to talk about something that's very near and dear to our hearts. It's picking a resort category that's appropriate for you. And we're not going to talk about individual resorts as far as, you know, like, oh, you should go to the contemporary because of blank. We're not going to do that. But what we want to talk about is all the resort levels and then how they might fit into your trip based on what you want to do, the age of the kids, age of you, whatever, you know, whatever kind of configuration you have going on. So, of course, we have four d- resort categories, basically. We have value, moderates, deluxe, and villas, deluxe villas. And within that moder- moderate category, we also have a value plus. So I'm going to turn it over to Liza to talk a little bit about values and tell me how much I might expect to pay at a value. Okay, so the value resort is usually where I stay with my family when I go. And I really like the value pricing when I'm going with multiple people. So like when I'm paying for my whole family. So the all-star resorts are the most economical resorts. So they're starting at around $112 a night and they can go up between 266 to 268. Now that changes a little bit at all-star music where they have the family suites that can range anywhere between like 320 to 550 a night depending on the time of year that you're going so and those are like two standard size rooms put together they're pretty big and they are renovating them i think they've refurbished them all of them actually the family suites over there so they actually look really nice i just pulled up a video the other day and art of animation the little mermaid standard rooms are priced at a value price which is they start at 180 a night and then whenever you go into the family suites, they can be anywhere from $428 a night and then all the way up to $728. So that's a pretty big variation between costs, but they're really nice rooms too. I like those. And then Pop, my go-to, my all-time favorite is anywhere between $154 a night and $336 a night. And I still think it's a good deal for value. Rachel, can you tell me what kind of amenities they have at Value Resorts? At the All-Stars, as well as Art of Animation and Pop Century, you you will get one central pool. There's one pool that might have some sort of water feature, so usually it's some sort of object that squirts something. However, like at Art of Animation, you get a little bit more... um, of objects that squirt <laughs> water. They squirt water. They don't squirt something. They squirt water. Um, but like there are flowers at Pop Century that shoot out water and spray water on you. They're at movies. It's Wizard Mickey. So, But you do not get a slide there. You will also get um, other pools that are considered like quiet pools that don't have as much theming. Um, you will get a quick service restaurant at each resort. However, you do not get a sit-down restaurant. You will also get, you know, your nightly movies. They have those available. They have uh, entertainment at the pools. At every pool, they have activities for the kids. 
they have arcades at all of these resorts. And these are usually your biggest arcades of all Disney property. It seems like for some reason the values, their arcades are the best. You also get a pool bar. You do have a pool Watch bar. Watch out for pedals. The margaritas are strong. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pop. That's it, isn't it? And I think that's the again. the activities are really, really cute. Like when I went this summer with my kids, they did s'mores and you got a little s'more kit and it was enough for both of my kids to, and, and me to each make a couple of s'mores. And it really wasn't that much money. I think it was like $7 and um, it was a big bag of stuff and it was enough for everybody to share. And it might have been five actually. And uh, it was so cute. And those people that are working there are so good and that my kids had a blast. So you can have a great time at a value resort. I will say the activities are, even though you're at a value, those activities there are, are just as high quality as the one at the deluxes. Mm -hmm. Like they, they don't, you know, cut corners with you. The staff is great. The games they organize around on the outside of the pool, as well as the inside of the pool, they are lots of the same games that you're going to play in a deluxe pool. Um, they, I, they don't cut quarters when it comes to the activity schedule. I don't feel. I think so too. I there's so much going on. Like the whole time you're at those resorts, there's lots of activity activities for the kids. So. And the other thing I'd like to throw in real quick is just don't think because you're out of value, you're going to get less service. If you have yeah. a problem or something, um, I, I've had clients, you know, if they needed help at a deluxe that have, you know, got received great service, but then I've had them at the value that received great service and the manager even met my client when she got off the bus. You know, I, 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 they don't short you because you're paying less. I don't feel anyway. I, I agree. And one thing I always tell clients is that Disney is very equitable. Like sometimes you will get a client who thinks, well, I'm staying in the club level at the Grand Floridian, so I should have blank. And that's not true. Everybody gets the same thing. There are very few exceptions with Disney where somebody at a deluxe is getting more than, you know, someone at a value as far as like, you know, in the parks or whatever, you know, you're not getting, you're not getting early access to dining. You're not getting early access to fast passes unless you're club level and you're going to pay for those. So that's one thing I've always really liked about Disney is I can tell my clients, Everybody is equal for the most part. Let's talk about the moderates. Bridget, can you tell us a little bit about those? Sure. So um, your moderates are going to include Coronado Springs, Caribbean Beach Resort, and Port Orleans French Quarter and Port Orleans um, Riverside. And Coronado runs about $191 to $384 a night. And Caribbean, I would say Caribbean uh, French Quarter and Riverside all kind of run the same between 230 a night um, up to $500 a night, depending on when you're traveling. So, you know, you're going to see those higher rates when you travel over Christmas because um, that's when that's when the resort prices tend to go up in the most popular times. As far as amenities at Moderates, you do have more themed pools, a little more grown-up theming. You have hot tubs, which is a big deal for some people. And you have a couple different transportation options. One of those is at French Quarter and Port Orleans, you will have a boat to Disney Springs, which is pretty convenient. It's a nice way to get to Disney Springs. And, of course, at Caribbean Beach, you do have access to the 
Skyliner. So that's a nice option for people. And you also have one sit-down restaurant as well as a food court. So a little more options for food. Bigger rooms, of course. And all their rooms are outdoor um, entrances. Yeah, they're all outdoor. Right, except for the tower. Now, in some ways, I I have a hard time putting that Grand Casino Tower at Coronado Springs in any category, really. It is so beautiful. It is just really one of my favorite places to stay on property now, except for a couple things we'll talk about in a minute. But I think that that tower is definitely a moderate plus, if not deluxe level. Liza, can you tell me a little bit about um, some other amenities at the Moderates? Well, with Port Orleans, French Quarter, and Riverside, they seem to have some different things that you can do. Like they have the horse and carriage rides. They, of course, have Yeehaw Bob Show that you can go and see. They have the boat that'll take you over to Disney Springs, which is nice. And um, because it's always nice when you have an alternate way to have a transportation. And I feel like their pool's really nice. And they their have pool a, is really nice. Yeah, yeah, they've got that water slide with the dragon, and um, they've got a cute kid play area that they redid a few years back, and they have uh, a nice pool bar there as well. So yeah. it just seems like they have a few extra things there that some of the other moderates don't. One thing I would say, though, is if you are looking at sort of, you know, speaking of extra amenities, if you're looking at something like a Coronado it's a much more grown-up resort, even excluding the tower. That resort always has been because it's a convention resort. But you will get a gym there. You'll get a spa, although Adam has not given it the thumbs up. <laughs> so, you know, when you're thinking about the jump between like an all-star, a room at the all-stars, and a room, even a standard room not in the tower at Coronado, it's a big jump as far as what you get. So, And it's only about $100 more. So. Okay, Crystal, can you give me a nice rundown on the deluxes? Sure. So um, there's lots of variation in the deluxes. The deluxe resorts are Animal Kingdom Lodge, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Wilderness Lodge, and Yacht Club. And I don't know if you'd count Riviera in there, I guess, possibly. Um, there is, like I said, a big range um, in these resorts, they start at around 450 for a standard room and they go all the way up to 750 i would say 758 depending on the time of year you go and things like that you would find mostly animal kingdom lodge wilderness lodge on the lower portion of that spectrum um, starting at like i would say 4 450 for those rooms working your way up towards Beach Club, Boardwalk, and Yacht Club. Um, Although there's some variation here, especially during food and wine because of the access to Epcot. And then on the highest end of that spectrum, you would probably find Grand Floridian, Polynesian, and the Contemporary because of their convenience level. And that's about it for... It's interesting with pricing because you do notice a big difference between the lodges, Animal Kingdom and Wilderness Lodge. But also, I think it's important to point out, if you are someone who wants to stay at a deluxe, never for, don't forget to check out Yacht Club. We can always, it seems, get discounts at Yacht Club. I think it's sort of like the um, redheaded stepchild of all the resorts in some respects, but it's very nice. And you have all the amenities over at Beach Club. So, I mean, they're sister resorts, so you're not losing anything, but 
Don't forget about those three lower priced options. During those festivals, you will find Beach Club to be pretty much on par with a room at the Contemporary. Yeah. Especially Garden Wing. Um, And even uh, you can find something at the Grand Floridian almost equal to what you would find at Beach Club or Boardwalk during that time of year. Yacht Club, yes. I always stick my parents in Yacht Club because do I you do really? Fun. Yes, that they're that's their favorite. They love okay, yeah. yeah. Bridget, do you want to talk about the amenities at Deluxe Resorts? Sure. So Deluxe Resorts offer quite a bit. Um, so if you stay, and I'm not, I'm not 100 sure about the Epcot Resorts, but I know we always say Magic Kingdom Resorts and Contemporary. Um, that includes Contemporary, Polynesian, and Grand Floridian you have access to um, water sports. Um, and then you also have, you have the pool bar, which is, you know, you have everywhere else. Um, and then the pools with the slides, you have the quiet pools, but you also have um, a lot more availability of table service. And typically there's at least a um, signature dining location right on your resort property. So, which is really nice. So like if you're staying a contemporary, you'll have a quick service location. You'll have a couple of um, one table service locations on your dining plan. And then you have a signature as well. Um, And the nice perk about those deluxe resorts is that you're very close to the parks. So you are either within walking distance or a very quick bus or um, monorail ride. Um, to your resort or boat ride um, if you're at an Epcot resort. So, which I tend to recommend those to uh, clients who are um, looking for the, like a, an ultimate Disney experience with very young children. I know that when we, our kids were really young and they had to take naps, it was really nice to be at a deluxe resort that was close to Magic Kingdom or a park because you could easily get back to that resort and get them in for a nap or just a cool down time just to relax and um, kind of chill out. They have a lot of different activities that go on. Um, they have the movies like the other, like the moderates do things in the, in the values. Um, they do um, a lot of pool activities like the other ones do. I mean, that's all very similar, but a lot of deluxe is location. It's there's spas. There's um, Grand Floridian has a spa, which Adam tends to, uh, enjoy when he's down visiting the world. Yes. Um, and he recommends it highly. Absolutely. Anytime we've been there, he's got to schedule his spa day in and asks what what the plan is so he can schedule his pot spa day. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that you'll have, you'll have that as well. So, and then gyms too. So Grand Floridian will have a gym. So like when we stayed at Polynesian, they also have a running trail there. So I went on their running trail and that l- led to the gym area as well. So, if I can jump in real quick, like yeah, the, I, I think it can't be understated the, the convenience of being able to walk to the Magic Kingdom at those deluxe resorts, um, or at, at least a contemporary and and, I, and Grand Floridian, I guess, is coming. And then there's also that the boats that you can take to the Magic Kingdom, and I think that makes that's that makes a huge difference. It's a big deal, especially when you have really young children, and if you're willing to pay a little extra to stay close by. It's it is a lifesaver. Yeah, and we're most familiar with the Magic Kingdom deluxe resorts, but that's also true at Epcot too. You can walk to Epcot from from those resorts. The rooms are also a little bigger. I just want to they throw are. that in. This yeah, mm-hmm. the square footage of the rooms 
are also um, they're well, pretty I, large. Yeah, Pol- Polynesian and Contemporary are going to be your largest because they're the original. Right. And then the other ones are a little bit smaller. Um, but yeah, they are. They're much bigger, which is nice. And Beach Club and Yacht Club actually were just renovated recently uh, within the last couple of years. So th- those rooms are brand spanking new. Um, and they're really beautiful. Really, really They nice. are. We stayed at Beach Club, not last year, but the year before, before right, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, they were nice. They were very nice. But you could t- uh, you could tell the because di- we came from contemporary, and you could tell the difference between the square footage of an, the older resort and the new, like a newer, not newer, but you know, that something that was an original. Because they when they built those resorts, and I always think this is cool, they actually slid the rooms into the building instead of building them like within right. when they were building them. So, um, but yeah, which they're, doesn't they were really. Nice. really- sound that safe now that I think about it? No, it's probably not. Yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> That's why I um, stay in the garden wing. <laughs> uh, so, when was the last time they refurbed the contemporary? Do you know? I think it's, it's been, been a while. a few years, yeah. yeah They're refurbing them right now. Are they really? Oh, okay, yep. that's good to know. Thank you, yeah. Adam. What Do you know All when right. it's done? Uh, well, they started now. Um, it's probably, I think it's like three months schedule. They're working on it. Wow. So okay. I, I think by end of March, they're supposed to be done. Ooh. It's more of a retro. They're doing a, a definitely a 60s, um, po- what do they call that? Postmodern. Um, mid-century. Mid-century modern. Mid-century modern. modern. Is, is it going to make want. me feel like, will it make me feel like I'm head, hanging out with the Jetsons? Yeah. Jetsons, Incredibles, something like that. Yeah. Bad, That's bad. awesome, actually. Sweet. Sorry, uh, the pool's sweet. kind of a dud. I'm not yeah, going to lie. It's hurting. Agreed. That pool is hurting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. I think if you're not used to themed pools, like we're spoiled because we have pretty strong opinions about theming at resorts. Even if we're not acknowledging it, we kind of have eternalized that we expect certain things. And because of that, we expect our pools to be themed. So even somewhere like the Grand Floridian, you know, you have a lot going on over at that main pool. But the the one at Contemporary is like, that's like it could be at the Holiday Inn, you know, a big yeah. Holiday Inn, but nothing mm-hmm. against the Holiday Inn, by the way. So, um, but the yeah. The slide is fun. They have a good slide. Yeah, the slide is good. They so. do. But it's hard. Like when you've come from, like we've done Polynesian. Right. We've done Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Contemporary, Wilderness Lodge. We've done them all. And it's hard coming from like a pool like Polynesian to that. Yeah. I mean the kid the kids really I thought they would mind. They didn't. And and last year they were barely in the Polynesian pool. And that's like this year I was like, you know what? We're going to contemporary because I can it's so convenient to everything. Like that's the beauty about contemporary is convenient to everything. Okay, I can't even stand this because I'm looking at the pictures and they are doing like an incredibles mid century modern makeover, it said. Oh, huh. really? Yeah, this should be really interesting. I hope I, I get to see them while I'm over there. That's one of the reasons uh, we stay, we like to stay at the beach club is because they have that sand, zero entry sand bottom pool mm-hmm. that's really, really large. And um, it has like the sandbar in it and there are buckets and shovels all over their place and the kids just have a great time and you're kind of relaxed because the water is really shallow and there's life preservers all over the place and 
it's just it's just a very calm I mean it's crowded but it's a very calm environment for small kids especially and then on the other side uh, of that pool because it's huge that pool area is uh, a volleyball net and like a like a deeper a deeper end where bigger kids can play with a big slide and stuff like that so we enjoy we enjoy it over there yeah I love that pool it's great and I like how they have a lot of chairs with umbrellas and they have people that'll come out and see if you need anything or take your order or get you a drink or an appetizer yeah. or a snack or something that's amazing yeah is there not oh maybe that's a Maybe that is a um, amenity of a deluxe resort to have the poolside. Um. Uh, it a hundred percent is because I'm guaranteeing you table service at All Star yeah. Sports. They're not coming out there and asking you if you need anything. Okay, Adam, why don't you tell us about the deluxe villas? Okay, so if you need more space and you'd like to have a little bit of luxury in your stay, deluxe villas is what you're going to be looking for. These are also known as DVC villas, but don't be discouraged. You can pay cash like a regular hotel room at these resorts. There are officially 12 of them. Animal Kingdom Villas, Jumbo House, Animal Kingdom Villas, Kadani Village, the Bay Lake Tower at Contemporary, the Beach Club Villas, the Boardwalk Villas, Boulder Boulder Ridge Villas at Wilderness Lodge, Copper Creek Villas at Wilderness Lodge, Old Key West Resort, Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, Riviera Resort, Saratoga Springs Resort, and the Villas at the Grand Floridian. There will be a quiz at the end of the show. Most (laughs) of, um, Uh you'll notice a lot of the deluxe resorts have attached deluxe villas. The villas, uh, size-wise, is a studio, which is going to have like a kitchenette, and then one bed, and then some type of pull-out couch or sleeper sofa or something to get you an extra sleeping space and then some of them go all the way up to three bedroom villas which are going to have three bathrooms a lot of space you could sleep up to 10 people uh, pricing on these the lowest is going to be 557 dollars a night that's for a um, that's going to be for a studio you could go if you're going to have a grand villa you can spend anywhere from you know, $1,100 a night. Some of these are $2,000 a night. They have those uh, cabins, Polynesian and Wilderness Lodge. Uh, the Copper Creek Villas and Cabins have those uh, cabins that are on the water. Those run from 2200 to $4,400 a night. Those are really nice, but they are very expensive. The nice thing about the villas, I think, is that if you have a larger family, more than four people... You could stay, four people or more, I should say. You can pick one room and everybody can be together and everybody can maybe have their own space if you get a, especially if you get a one bedroom or a two or even a three bedroom. You know what's nice about the, the villas too? And we stayed in the villas when the kids were little. The laundry. When you yeah. have mm, yes. little, little, little ones, like a year old, it's fantastic. Yeah, that was huge. Yes, it was a huge, huge help. To have laundry there. Here's the thing, though. With the studios, you don't have a laundry room. Be- but because it's a DVC resort, they have free laundry on the premises. So you can go to the laundry room 
at your resort, wherever that's located, and you don't have to pay. Unlike if you're staying at Pop, you would have to pay for the laundry. Got it. So it's kind of a nice mm-hmm. perk. I will say, as somebody who has spent seven hours trying to dry a pair of pants in a laundry in a dryer at Animal Kingdom Villa, I mean, I'm telling you, they maybe the newer ones are better. Um, I haven't stayed in a villa in a while, but I mean, a couple of years ago, I mean, we would be like all night long trying to dry one load. So oh. they're not great. Are, have, have anybody ever put the blow dryer in their shoes? Sure. To, like, last oh, trip, yeah. trying yeah. shoes out. That's the that, worst. Think about how many people have done that when you're drying your hair next time. <laughs> Could have gotten my blow dryer. <laughs> I, I, if I may, I'm just going to throw this out there. You don't have that problem with Keens. I'm just going to say that. You you really don't. Or <laughs> those chakas. The chakas, you oh, don't. Oh, my gosh. That's right. And if I was wearing cargo shorts, I could have had an extra pair in one of my utility pockets. Exactly. Or you could just have, like, a poncho in it. That's you could have, like, a poncho or, or like, Crocs. You I know. know. What was I thinking? So, a whole hey, Mark, lot I, of things. I'm, no, I'm in Mark's King Club, let me tell you. And I had those when we climbed Dunn's River Falls in Jamaica. Those things were fabulous, and they were dry very quickly. Thank you, Rachel. Amen, yes. Rachel. <laughs> and I didn't slide or slip or hurt myself. But um, have you heard about sticking newspaper in your shoes? No. Yes. But who has newspapers these days? Well, not me, but you can get them at the resort. And if you do, it absorbs the water in your tennis shoes quicker than a towel or anything will. Good good pointer, Rachel. I I heard it on a podcast a long time ago. I don't know which podcaster I'd give it credit, but we did try it once and it was amazing. Hmm. I like it. You know what else is amazing? The two King. bedroom, the two bedroom, Kadani Village units have three bathrooms. Yeah, the bathrooms they do. huge. The bedrooms are huge. It's got a full balcony to look at the animals. That was the only deluxe villa I stayed at, and although it was in another time zone, at least it felt like it. That was a very nice resort to stay at. So the the space alone, it was six of us. We didn't feel like that place was like as big as our house. I mean, right. we did not feel like we were on top of each other. So there's, they got so much room for you. Full kitchen, full fridge. Full, it's nice to have that option if you're into that. Um, well, and one thing too, I think about is if you have kids who are like, you know, Mark and Bridget said, little kids do really well in these villas because you can keep them on their regular schedule, basically. Like, say you're not the kind of parent that wants to keep them out all night, or maybe you want to feed them the same thing they normally eat for breakfast. You know, kids kind of stay, kids who are on, who stay on schedule when they're really little, a lot of, you know, a lot of them need that. So I think the villas are nice if you're that kind of parent, or maybe you have a kid who needs to be scheduled, you know, regardless to stay happy. Um, because we, we would, you know, when our kids were little and we stayed at a villa, we would feed them what they normally ate at home for breakfast. So they weren't eating junk. And then most dinners we would feed them at the villa. So they, again, weren't going to like a buffet and eating a strawberry and a piece of cake, you know, because little kids are not going to, you know, buffets are just going to eat junk. Right. So we tried to keep our kids on a similar schedule. And I found that that helped us really do that. We're kind of party poopers. Um, which is why they haven't, they didn't really see fireworks until they were like 11. Um, but yeah, I liked it for that reason. So 
Okay, let's talk about, I think we kind of touched, I mean, basically the same amenities at a deluxe, you know, a deluxe resort or at a deluxe villa. In fact, a lot of deluxe villas are at deluxe resorts. So there's not a big difference there. Um, Bridget mentioned the laundry, which is, I think is a huge plus. Um, but let's talk about, now that we've talked about the different levels, let's talk about if you're looking and trying to pick out a resort category, what is a good match for you? So I'm just going to throw it around the room. Convenience. What are the most convenient resorts to you? It's if someone comes to you and says, you know, convenience is very important to me. Where are you sending them? I'm going to go to Bridget because I know you send people a lot of places. Uh, for convenience, I do a deluxe resort. You do? Because, yes. Because it's if you're a contemporary, you can walk to Magic Kingdom. You can take the monorail back. It's a 10-minute walk and a five-minute ride back. If the monorail is backed up and there's a big line, you can just walk back to your resort. Um, same thing with even Beach Club and Yacht Club. It's walkable to get to the studios. You're within, you're so close to a park, if not two parks, mm. that because Yacht and Beach are right there by Epcot. I mean, you can walk right into Epcot. So for you me, You can really that's, walk that's to Hollywood convenient. if you wanted. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like you could, do, you could do studios. You can walk to studios. You can walk to Epcot. You can, you know, contemporary. It's it's like a one monorail ride away. Get to the Transportation Ticket Center and take your monorail over to Epcot. Um, I think the deluxes, if you're looking for convenience, are probably the way to go. Especially, And that's where anyone that has, like, the, when they say, like, I want something convenient. Because um, I have a little one that's, you know, under two years old. And they, you know, they're okay with spending a little bit more just for that convenience. Then I usually send them to a deluxe. And they're always very happy with it. I I agree with you a lot, except I don't like the busing to like Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom at those monorail resorts. Or really even, I don't like the buses over at the Epcot area resorts. I think they're kind of inconvenient because they do the multiple stops. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. I just know that when we stayed at a moderate with Nick and he was two years old, it was it was a mess. Oh, getting I to the with the buses and stuff. I don't even stay you know at moderates. I mean? Yeah, if I don't have yeah. a car, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I won't stay at a moderate except for French Quarter. Right, and that's the thing. Like we never, we can't have. We I mean we can get a car. We did one time, but I mean it's not really practical for us to do it. So if we can rely on Disney transportation, so right. You know, if you can't, if you're not running a car and you're relying on transportation, you know, at least be close to one or two of the parks if you can. Right. That's a good point. Okay. What if somebody comes to me? I'm going to throw this out to Crystal. What if someone comes to me and says, I'm on a budget, but I want something that's a little more grown up and romantic? What do you tell them? Say it's a couple. Ooh, on a budget. A little more romantic. I probably would try to put them at Wilderness Lodge. I really am going towards Wilderness Lodge just because there's so many little intimate sections of that hotel, especially in the outdoor area. Right. That I would I would find. I think that that's a really romantic hotel with the fireplace going and everything like that. So I think that we could probably get them to. You, most of the time, you can probably find a discounted room at Wilderness Lodge at the right time of year. Especially if you have free dining. Like, right. the free dining yeah. prices are, you know, because you, you get 
the free regular dining plan. So that is a good deal for like a young couple going. Um, although sometimes the room discount would be better. It depends. But um, yeah, I think you can probably get a discount for them. I think when someone says on a budget to me, I'm heading over to the values. And I have to say, and I know this sounds corny, but I think Little Mermaid, especially when those rooms are refurbished, gives you a little bit more kind of appealing theming. But at this, and I mean, you know, you're not I talking hardcore romance here, but I mean, if, if it's a young couple on a budget, I'm sending them there. So. You're sending them to, really? To Little Mermaid. Little. Yeah. If they tell me they're honestly on a budget for $200 a night, um, I oh, can yeah. put them in Little Mermaid. Anybody tells me they're on a budget, we're looking towards the value, I'm probably going to do a pop. If I can get yeah. a pop, um, just because right now I feel like the convenience of a lot of people are really interested in it because the Skyliner's there. And right. they only, they're, it's a very convenient resort because of the one bus stop. I mean, that yeah. that is a selling point a lot of times with a lot, a lot of families that I sell it to. So I right. love that resort. But I mean, even, I mean, it's not like, like I said, you know, I know it's not that romantic, but I mean, you know, a walk around the lake at night, that's romantic. Mm -hmm. um, the rooms, as they become refurbished, they're very nice, you know, um, and the theming is cute. And, you know, you'd be surprised a lot of young couples, you know, in fact, friend of the show, Nick and Sasha, they did some of their honeymoon in the little mermaid rooms because they were on a budget and they're spending a ton of money on a Disney wedding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she loves the little mermaid and for them, it was very special. And I, I think they're actually thinking about going back for their honey or like their Aww. first year anniversary. Yeah. Next week. So happy anniversary. I married them yes. at a uh, boardwalk. It was quite, it went pretty well considering. Uh, I think it was so that's right. You were there too. We crashed the wedding. Yeah, Liza crashed it. We had cake. It was great. Um, but anyway, I think you can do. I think you can do a value resort, a little more romantic. You're definitely not sending them to the All Stars unless they like no, cheerleaders. Not the <laughs> All Stars. It's just not for that. No. 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 I mean, and this is like a budget. And I do, Crystal. I do like that Wilderness Lodge suggestion. And you're right. You can get a discount. And like over the summer, and I think some of you know probably priced this out. Over the summer at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you could get on a pass holder rate which is usually a tiny bit better than a general public discount, but not a lot. You could get Animal Kingdom Lodge for about three twenty-five plus tax a night. Oh, yeah. I just booked Animal Kingdom Lodge for like just a tiny bit more than a moderate resort. Yeah, for... you told me about that. Yeah, I it was that. a great deal. Okay, how about this one? Somebody comes to you and they say... I need space. Where are you sending them? I'm going to send this to Adam because he's going to be really predictable. Adam, where are you sending someone who needs space? Say it's a mom and a dad and they've got two teenagers and they just, they can't all be on top of each other. Um, I would say something close to Holly. If they got teenagers, you're going to want to go to Galaxy's Edge and ride Tower yeah. of Terror and ride Rock and Roller Coaster and Test Track when it's open. So I would want to do a uh, villa like a one bedroom mm -hmm. at boardwalk or at beach club probably beach club because the skyliner uh, uh, entrance there is closer right 
and it's, it is. But, it's really convenient. Yeah, uh, and Beach Club, I think. Um, I don't know. I just like it a so, little bit better than Boardwalk, but 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 Boardwalk's nice because they have st- activities in the evening. If if the parents are okay with letting the teenagers go out on their own a little bit, they can certainly hang out there if they want to. Okay, and you wouldn't send them to like a a value suite or a family suite like at Art of Animation so they could hop on the gondola. I no, because uh, the theming is maybe more for the younger children, and uh, maybe they don't want to. I don't know with the pull down beds. I, 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 if they have the money, I would go for yeah. the, the higher one. Personally. That's the tough thing too. Is that like. Suites over at Art of Animation are getting so expensive. You can almost get like any deluxe for just a little bit more a night. So, but you can't get a villa. So, um, but yeah, I think if space is important, try to get those villas or those suites. Okay, I'll just throw this out to anyone multi generational family, grandparents you know, multiple kids with their kids and so on. Where do you send a group like that? I think it depends on their budget. Yeah. Honestly. Um, So, you know, if they're, it depends on what they're looking for in their budget. Um, Typically I'll go ahead and recommend um, a moderate because it's, you know, it's in between, it's got the best of both worlds. Um, But, again, it all comes down to what they want to spend. So most of my – but most of my my people that want to travel um, with grandparents, they're also looking for convenience, too, because, you know, the grandparents want to go – you know, they don't want to be out in the parks all day either. So they're looking for something convenient. So I'll either do a moderate or I will do a deluxe when it comes to that. Yeah, I've had okay. it. I've had it. Totally agree with Bridget because it's it runs the gamut for me whenever I book somebody. So I've either I have squeezed a bunch of people in value rooms because that's what they wanted. That's what their budget was. They're like, give us like some family suites at All Star Music, and um, and they're actually not bad right now because they renovated them. So I'm just saying they're not bad. But I've done that. But I've also booked like Copper Creek Villas for you know, multi-generational families. So it, it really does vary a lot where they want to go, where they're more interested in staying. Are we focusing only on the small grandchildren? Do you want a Magic Kingdom area? And it's all about what you want to spend and where you want to go. You know, when you have like a lot of moving parts to a family, that's where the transportation convenience really comes into play because everybody goes off into you know, in different directions and everybody wants to do their own thing and everybody, you know, groups up or they switch or whatever. And so getting back and forth to your starting point, I think is really, really uh, convenient and important so people can meet up easily. That's a good point. Sometimes I feel too, like, you will have a group and some people will have a really big budget and some people will not. And I think you have to be with that kind of group. I think you have to be okay or the clients I should say have to be okay with maybe so-and-so staying at a value. And then a lot of other people are staying at a deluxe or a moderate, you know, they shouldn't be afraid to split up. 
Although, again, that makes it less convenient. So, Liza, weren't you just saying that Pop is the is the resort with one bus stop, right? Well, that makes it yeah super. That's makes it super easy for a family who might be going back and forth and having to meet someplace at a certain yeah. time. Now it's you know got the I mean? Skyliner now. So it's right. got even right. more options, you know, somewhere to get around. I, I really like that resort for people that are on a budget for sure. Bridget, if you have couples, where are you going to send them? So I recently had um, a couple that they were, their their grandparents, they are newly grandparents and they're kind of getting ready to take their grandchildren to Disney and they wanted to kind of scope it out but enjoy it themselves because they travel a lot together. Um, and they travel on like a, you know, they, they don't really care where they stay, but they want a convenience. So I sent them to Boardwalk. They were going in October so they could walk right into Food and Wine, which is something that was right up their alley. So I think when you have um, couples that have um, something in mind that they enjoy, like, you, you know, you have to kind of find out what, the, what their interest is, um, you know, I, that's what I kind of try to dig into. Like, what do you, what are you looking for? What do you want to do? And, um, they, they loved food and wine. They did a dessert party. Um, they did a couple tours. They, you know, they just kind of enjoy the parks, but they wanted to just see what else was there because they hadn't been there in 30 years to take their grandchildren for when they were ready. So, um, so I think like, you know, doing stuff like at a deluxe resort or if they're on a budget, you know, doing French Quarter or Riverside, because I think they're both very um, nice, quiet resorts that a couple could enjoy and not feel overwhelmed, like um, if you're staying at a value um, that's a little more kid-friendly. Um, there are always good options. Okay, I like that. How about someone with mobility issues? Adam, I know you all have de- dealt with that. Yeah, I think... If you're, first of all, if you're needing a wheelchair, ECV, it's best to rent from an outside source if you don't have your own. So this way you can bring it onto the resort. Because some of these resorts are massive and require a lot of mobility just to get around from a restaurant to your hotel room to a pool. And I, the buses, if you're going to take a bus with an ECV or wheelchair, the bus will load you and your party on first however these buses can only hold at the max usually two uh wheelchair or ecvs so if there's more you're gonna have to wait until the next bus comes and if there's if you're on a line basically a wheelchair line you're gonna have to wait until there's a spot for you so the busing sometimes you will be waiting more than maybe a guest that isn't in a wheelchair just because they can only fit so many onto a bus. That's why I th- I think Monorail Resort might be best because they priority load all the wheelchairs onto those monorails. And it's easy to get on them because they're stopped. Skyliner is good too, but and because they do like a separate loading area for the, the uh, wheelchair ECVs. But those cars without me being actually ever in one, they do seem tight if you have an ECV or wheelchair in there and then with people to be with you. So maybe you might have to split your party up if that is the case. Uh, And also just so everybody knows, minivan service is offered with uh, vehicles that can accommodate 
a wheelchair or an ECV with a with a lift, and they do not charge you extra if you need to use one of those. So if you feel like you need to get around extra special <laughs> because you uh, want to get somewhere specific, then the minivan would also work. Personally, I would if you can if you can swing it. I think the Monterey Resort is probably best for the wheelchair service. Uh, busing is probably at the back end, just because, like I said, you might have to wait to get on a bus, depending upon how many other people are waiting ahead of you with a uh, with a chair to get on. Okay, that's good advice. Finally, I want to talk about a little bit of a hidden gem, something that might not always sort of stand out to potential visitors going to Fort Wilderness. Can you talk about that, Rachel? Oh, I'd love to. Fort Wilderness is one of my favorite places in all of Walt Disney World. Fort Wilderness has 788 campsites, and that can be for tents as well as RVs. They also have 409 cabins. Now, the cabins hold up to six people. They have in the main bedroom. There is a queen size bed with um, bunk beds, and then in the living area, there's a sofa that makes into a bed. The downside, though, to this is there is only one bathroom. So, you know, do be aware of that. You've got six people with one bathroom. Um, They do have a full kitchen. And then outside of it, there is a huge patio that you can sit out. You can grill. At Fort Wilderness, when it comes to uh, transportation to the parks, that's not actually going to be your best friend. Uh, Fort Wilderness is a little bit of a challenge if you're one of those people that needs to get to a park quickly. Where you can take a boat to Magic Kingdom, the resort is so huge that they run in an internal bus to get you from your campsite to either the boat dock or to where the buses pick up to then take you to the resort so if, or to the other parks. So if you're going to take a bus to Epcot, you've got to catch your internal bus to the main bus station and then catch a bus to Epcot. You can rent golf carts. And in fact, my cl- all my clients that go, I strongly encourage them to get a golf cart to get around because the resort is so huge. The one thing though that's special about Fort Wilderness, Wilderness is all the activities. Probably my favorite thing there is the Tri-Circle D Ranch. This is where they um, store all the horses they use throughout Disney property. So you can go and see Cinderella's ponies. You can see the Clydesdales, all the different horses and um, carriages and apparatus that they use within the parks. You can also take a horse-drawn carriage ride there, a wagon ride. You can go horseback riding. Little kids can ride ponies. Right now, though, the resort is going through a huge refurbishment, well, a refurbishment as well as they are building a DVC building there. So at this time, you don't need reservations to partake in those activities. However, usually you do. They're just doing them on a walk-in basis. Uh, the other thing they have there is they have a dinner show, Hoop-dee-doo, which is the longest running dinner show at Walt Disney World. And that is a fabulous uh, activity to partake or dining slash entertainment activity to partake in. And then the other thing they offer is a campfire, but it's not your normal campfire. Chip and Dale come out every night and go around and mingle with all the uh, kids and families. 
so it's just, it's a really special place, but it's one of those that if you're going to stay there, you want to stay and spend some time there. It's not a place to stay and go to the parks constantly, you know, unless you're there on a budget. But so many of my clients just love the atmosphere of that resort. I think that's true. I, I hear from a lot of people who say, you know, they do a lot of the amenities. They don't necessarily go to the park every day. Um, I'm not crazy also about the buses at that resort. That's another one. But I think if you're not, you know, if you have your own car, if you have a golf court cart, or you're just not going to the parks, I don't think it's as big of a deal. There's so much to do there. And keep in mind that from, you know, probably late September, you know, all through the Halloween season, people decorate, they have little parades with the golf carts. And then Christmas is phenomenal there. Um, they don't let you go there and drive your car through it at Christmas anymore to see all the lights. But People will decorate their campsites. They decorate their cabins. It's just really fun. If you can, you know, get a bus over there and walk through, it's fun. And Fort Wilderness is the one resort where you do not have to pay to park. Get out. I wondered about wow. that the other day. That's good to mm, know. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's the only resort that you don't have to pay to park. Now, the golf carts are really expensive and you have to rent them from Disney, right? Yes, you do. And they are pricey. They're over $50 a day. Okay. Oh. I think I think They're- for a lot of people, it, it's worth it because they like to sort of zip around on them. It looks fun. Yeah. It, it, honestly, I don't think I would stay there without one just to, because of the convenience to get from where you're camping to the bus, to the boat. Um, it's actually $59 per day plus tax. And you do, depending on when you're there, you need to book these as early as possible. And I know you mentioned Christmas. If you want to stay there at Christmas, you need to book it a year and a half in advance. Oh, the resort. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, well, also they have all the snowbirds that come down from like October through the end of February and they just stay the whole time and they will book one two week stay because you're only allowed to book up to 14 days, but they will book one after the other. And it's sort of fun. And they're extremely loyal um, to the campgrounds. I learned that the hard way by um, posting a question they didn't like on a dizzy message board i said that my cabin wasn't clean um and they were not happy Uh um yeah i mean there's like a a hardcore cabin or not cabin but a hardcore campground following so yeah you if uh, you even think you want one book it book it early yeah so Okay. All right. I think that's, we're going to close it up. I want to thank everyone for staying up late and recording. We're sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Give us a call. We'd love to help. We're at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, in our private Facebook group where we talk about Disney and other fun stuff. So thanks for joining us. Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night.